0: Good morning. Uh, It's nice to see you. Good to be here. This is my first time uh, to have a hybrid uh, environment where we have our friends joining us uh, over over Zoom as well as uh, people in the room. It's a little bit, I have to get used to it a little bit for some reason. I'm usually just on Zoom, so you would think this would be easier, but uh, it is uh a little peculiar. I want to thank Sarah for making a special effort for being here and making it possible for people to to join in and have a quiet morning, some meditation. Uh, if you we're not able to or whatever, uh, to Come here into the center. I haven't been here for a while, so it's it's kind of a delight. Um, so, uh, in terms of uh, some reflections, uh, I'm going to speak a little bit about uh, a facet of the practice, practice that's uh, that I have some personal interest in right now for for uh, for my own cultivation and and it's aditana which which is usually translated as determination one of the one of the parami of the one of the ten, 10 perfections aditana determination uh resolution and it's an essential part of of or an essential component for the for the training which is basically what we're here trying to do so uh with our Dhamma practice, as the Buddha spoke about, Uh, three aspects of what we should be aiming to do. One is to let go of what's uh, unbeautiful or harmful and to cultivate that which is beautiful and to train the mind, to train the mind and the heart. So... Uh, that's what we're doing. It's a, it's a process of training the mind. And I'm, as I was as I was sitting this morning, I was thinking about one of my favorite passages in the discourses, where the Buddha said, uh, "However it is we think and ponder frequently, that will be the inclination of our mind. Will be the inclination of our heart. Whatever, however we think, whatever we do." frequently, that's going to be the natural tendency of our mind and heart, which uh, I guess lately has been uh, confirmed through neuroscience, but, you know, in terms of developing certain channels in the brain. But I think much more importantly than that, we can confirm that for ourselves and in our own practice as we strive to develop habits that, that direct us towards a lack of dukkha of turns us away from uh, suffering and stress and harm, and uh, towards a sense of ease and happiness, well-being, uh, and friendliness and so forth. So we see that that the that the uh, the instruction about what, however, it is that we frequently abide, whether we're abiding in uh, desire, ill will, delusion, then that will tend to reinforce itself. Whereas if we're, we abide and dwell in generosity and uh, goodwill and awareness, then over time we'll, that will become more the inclination of our hearts and our minds. So that requires uh, training. Practice. You could say that that's the principal aspect of the, the Buddha's path. While the Buddha naturally laid down uh, the Dhamma in terms of uh, the principles and concepts, uh, like the three characteristics, understanding that, and and uh, noticing the the characteristic of conditioned things to be. In flux, uh, to tend towards creating problems or issues or complications if we cling to them, and that uh, that they're not who we are. They're not self. So it's 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 these these teachings that guide us, but the training is half of what the Buddha taught. And so, as part of that training, if we undertake to cultivate certain aspects that are beautiful and beneficial then it it requires a certain level of commitment and determination so the buddha um i was just i was just reflecting what the commitment and determination i was uh reading over my last retreat, reading some of Ajahn Chah and, and him talking about uh, making a determination, he had some pretty amusing stories uh, about lack of determination. So one will, one is that, so you sit down in front of your little, your little incense holder and you make the determination that you're gonna sit in meditation and watch your breath for the entire time that the incense, it takes for the incense to burn down. So you light your incense and you're sitting there and like after one or two minutes, you open your eyes and it's like, ah, <laughs> it's, it's hardly anything's happened. And you close your eyes and you keep going and, and you open them up again and you see it's maybe only a third of the way. And after a while, you just get disgusted and, 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 and give up and, and feel uh, dejected. So it's, it can be amusing. So, so the, the, the trick for us is when we make a, a determination, how, what is our relationship with that, with that spirit of uh, yeah just making a commitment to accomplish something, even if it's just to sit in meditation for 10 minutes? Whatever it may be. So uh, I just thought it might be useful for myself as well as for you to just kind of review perhaps some of the elements that can go into a skillful practice of determination because certainly uh, making a determination can be really unskillful if uh, if you're choosing something that is really kind of beyond your uh, capabilities at particular time or or your motivation is to you know um, straighten up and fly right and get yourself uh yeah, you know exercise some discipline because you're basically lazy and uh and misoriented so it's kind of if you go in with the attitude of of just kind of slapping yourself in the face. It's it's not the ideal uh, conditions for uh, making any kind of um, progress or having nice results through determination. So uh, one thing that we may keep in mind when approaching the... uh, the process of making a determination is uh, what the Buddha said about right effort, when how we're we're training ourselves uh, in a way to cultivate what's skillful and wholesome and letting go of what's unskillful and unwholesome. And he always started off his instructions in that by saying, One needs to arouse desire. So it's like arouse this enthusiasm or interest and desire to engage in this practice of training the mind and heart. So if we don't, if it's not something that we really have the desire to do, then it's it's not gonna, we're not gonna have the fuel in order to follow through. So that tells us something about how we choose our, not only our motivation for choosing a determination but what motivation or what determination we decide to choose. So it should be something that uplifts the heart when we think about it. So we may decide to choose something that is going to be difficult for us. Let's say maybe it is introducing some walking meditation or expanding the time that we're meditating, or it may be our relationships with certain people, that we know it, it may involve a little bit of struggle. So it behooves us to really contemplate a bit about how we can approach it in a way that we're gonna find enjoyable, that it will, will pique our uh, our enthusiasm. And that's gonna take some creativity as so much of, of dharma practice does. It takes a lot of experimentation and creativity. So we have to think about, well, how is it that Uh, I can frame this in a way that is something I'm really gonna want to do instead of feel like it's a burden. Quite important. I think in all aspects of Dharma practice to uh, try and frame and set the conditions for ourselves where we're enjoying our practice, whether it be enjoying meditation or whether it be study or uh, contemplation, uh, throughout daily life, maintaining mindfulness is to, uh, to use our creative mind in order to frame what we're doing in a way that is pleasant. I've always found that if the meditation is practice is not pleasant, then something's out of balance and needs to be adjusted. Sometimes it means shortening it. Sometimes it means giving ourselves permission to stand up and walk around or whatever it may be. Or if we're drowsy to take up a certain other kind of practice that's going to be generative of, of energy. But in some way that we're going to find whatever we're doing in practice to be enjoyable. And that includes what it is we're choosing to make a determination about. And I might mention here that determination is not something that is a quality uh, that, that we hold in, in the abstract, but it, it serves in the same way as I find the precepts serve me, which is that it's a support for the cultivation of the practice. So that means uh, with the precepts, is a good example. It's one thing to consider or reflect Upon ourselves and think about the precepts and say, you know, I'm 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 doing pretty well. I I don't generally intend to kill things or I'm not prone to stealing or lying or uh, engaging in sexual misconduct. So things are are going pretty well. As opposed to actually undertaking the precepts as a formal, um, almost like as a as a ritual, you just undertake, I undertake not to intentionally take the life of other beings. And that can act as a support when we find ourselves in a situation where we're, we're kind of losing the thread a little bit. We just ah, remember that we made that uh, formal undertaking. And the same thing with the determination is to act as a support for us to expressly um, determine to Undertake a particular kind of of practice. So, as an example for me, uh, two retreats ago, I had a very direct uh, experience of the role of metta for me in trying to reshape the, the default. Uh, modes of my mind and heart, which tend to be, uh, I tend towards impatience, I tend towards being critical, uh, I tend towards uh, frustration, and I just remembered what, during this retreat, once again, that the Buddha said that the antidote for, for that, for a mind that is inclined towards hatred, is would be the the root uh, defilement the antidote for that was metta and it was during a, a discourse where he was talking about just antidotes for different things and he was ticking them off and when it came to aversion it was metta so i said well <laughs> is, is do, do i have over the years have i come to trust what the buddha says i said yeah i do so well then i said well what do you think do you what are you going to do what are you going to do about it are you willing to address this this particular tendency of yours I said yeah yeah, absolutely and so I undertook the determination for the coming year to make metta as my primary practice and I have this this nice bracelet that was given to me that says metta on it and I had so much enthusiasm for it you know I talked talk to Alejandro about it when uh, when I made this uh, undertaking and It was just, it was just, I was on fire about this. So it was a beautiful determination. I was enthusiastic. It was an appropriate determination in terms of one that was beautiful and was going to serve me well and was opening the heart. And so, so far, so good. Uh, And I went into it knowing that a year is a long time and I didn't expect to have this. Sense of motivation, inspiration, and enthusiasm for any great length of time, and so it waned. Uh, and here we are. I don't know. I do a winter retreat, and then during, by the time I was doing my spring retreat, it was you know, what happened. <laughs> so it's so like, what happened to this determination that I was so on fire about? Which, which brings me to the, I think what I find is the most difficult thing when we undertake any kind of determination is how are we able to maintain that? How are we able to keep it fresh and going? Uh, whether it be uh, for a period of year, which in a way is ridiculous you know, as an undertaking, or as for a period of a couple of weeks. So I'm in a group... Uh, that meets twice a month and what we do in our group is we make a determination for the next two weeks whatever it may be we decide to whatever we we decide to do and then we just have two weeks and we check in next time how did it go what are you going to do next time and so I have a lot of experience in just seeing over and over again how difficult it is to to maintain a determination even for a relatively short period of time. And we try to keep our our determinations pretty narrow. It's like no, I determined to be, you know, a love, you know, to be more loving to all of my relatives. Well that's crazy. <laughs> we don't do that. So it's more like, well, it may be like, well, I determine when I'm when I'm with a particular relatives that kind of pushes my button, that when I feel my button is being pushed, I'm just gonna notice that. And we might not even commit to doing anything about it. It's just like, oh, I noticed that, see what it feels like, that's it. So it's something that is, seems more reasonable and attainable. So we do that and I just notice how I just struggle with maintaining that sense first of all remembering that that's what i've committed to it's difficult to maintain that that sense of remembrance sati mindfulness it's like i forgot you know sometimes it's it's 10 days and i (laughs) said our next meeting is going to be coming up soon i forgot what was it i was supposed to do i have to learn to write it down and and come up with various different features uh and if we had more time i've 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 done Sunday seal enough to know that it, there's no there's really no time. <laughs> I was hoping that we'd be able to really talk about in you know what is it that works for you. You know what what are the tricks of the trade that you find are useful when you make a determination to maintain that kind of continuity in it because it's it's something that I find after all my time of practice that it's really it's really hard for me. To, uh, to keep that going, keep that flame going, because I know that it's it's it, it pays off. We can take these little steps, um, and that over time, this is what really transforms our practice and really transforms our heart. It's true that when we're doing a, a retreat of some length, that we may have these really startling and uh, quite impressive insights. Uh, that we can tell our friends with, it, that we can, you know, it's like, okay, what did I come out of retreat with? Well, I've got this, you know, it's like an old fish. You know, it's like, Come back from, well, here I got this, this big insight, but we find that it's not so much that they really do the transformative uh, magic in our lives In practice. We have these insights, we see more clearly, uh, and it's invaluable to have these understandings. And the the longer we can spend on retreat where the mind is able to settle down and have access to its inner workings, then the better it is for the better conditions are for us to see um, the the causal conditions for uh, the arising of, let's say, uh, a pleasant feeling and a painful feeling Uh, what what gives rise to desire what gives rise to aversion what gives rise to delusion and we see those on ever subtle levels and as a result of that it provides the fuel for our determination but it's the determination and the training of the mind that really moves the needle I find so how do we go about doing that is is really an important question and just being able to maintain the uh, continuity of our determination, or for a period of time, whatever that may be, that we set. And so then the last of the elements I can think of, and there may be some I'm missing, is that what do we do when we unavoidably fail miserably? During, at least during the time of our determination, it's like, oh, I forgot for a period of time. Or uh, I think it was one time uh, I made the, I was asking, I was asking Ruby, my partner, said, you pick what I'm going to do. And she says, well, yeah, I know you've come, she kind of uh, very kindly uh, approached this topic very gently by observing that you've made a lot of progress on this over the years but you might want to revisit the, the, the issue of impatience. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah. But, but you know, I figure who, who better to know what it is that I could use working on than somebody I live with. So it says, okay, well, I'll do impatience. And so I, that was the same evening as we were meeting with our, with our group. So I reported that um, with the help of Ruby, I was undertaking impatience. And in my case, it seems to manifest as frustration. It's like that's really what it feels like embodied as a sense of, of frustration. So I said, that's what I'm gonna do. And so great. So the meeting was over. And then in and then we became time. I think it was really hot or something, that we were closing the windows or putting the windows in a in a way that I could put a fan in front of it. So it was like, uh so there was one window in the living room. I went, you know, Ruby had done the windows and I went I went over and I, I adjusted it. That's my critical mindset. Like, I don't like it like this. So I made this adjustment so I could get the fan in front of it. And Ruby said something like, well, how do you think, that doesn't make me feel so good because you went over and I I did it and then and then it wasn't good enough for you and you adjusted it. and And I just... I just thought, she's right. I shouldn't. No, I thought, I just got really impatient and frustrated. Why do you, you know, I'm just trying to do this to get So it was like, it had been about, I don't know, maybe 47 minutes since I'd undertaken the determination to work on patience and frustration. It's like, it was so, it was really quite uh, hilarious. I was like, okay, well, that that was great so 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 it's what happens what do i do when things don't go well and i find that unlike the person sitting in front of the incense that gets really disgusted and dispirited when it didn't work out for them that 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 sort of uh, mental state is not going to be useful so i find what's useful for me is to bring a sense of lightness and a bit of humor Uh, and this is work you know normally it would be uh, for me it will be I can't believe it you know I just I've been doing this practice for this long I have this simple undertaking I can't do that and you know things are never you know I'm just not making any progress that's not only um, unproductive but it's actually counterproductive so I would try to introduce a sense of humor and it's like, or, or at the very least, it's like, yeah, so what? I remember somebody talking about uh, a, I think it was maybe a Burmese teacher coming and he was teaching uh, Westerners, lay people. And there was one taking questions. And one person said, I have this real issue with anger. I can't seem to, it's like, I feel angry all the time. And so the teacher said, well, why don't you try and then proceeded to give really useful directions and helpful instructions to do with the anger. And then the person said, well, I've done that. You know, I've done that. And it just doesn't work. And so the teacher said, ah, never mind. <laughs> it's like, don't make a big deal out of this. It. Like you get angry, it's like, You know, just so it can be really useful when when things don't go right. because, eh, You know, and it'll just just start again. You know, so, uh, you know, I just go, eh, that's the way it goes, not a big deal. That's the way, if if I pick a determination that is actually going to be useful to me, I'm bound to fail. If it were really easy, it wouldn't be, you know, nothing, you know, it wouldn't be a challenge and I wouldn't, nothing would be reshaped. So I find that it's really important to, to spend, take some attention, you know, put some attention on what is our response when things go off the rails, and no matter how how far they go off the rails, uh, even if even if I start yelling or something, it's like okay, that um, that was painful, you know. I'll recognize that. Oof, that really hurt. That was painful. it's just like okay, we don't we don't want that to Happen again, so let's pick up the thread and keep going with it. Any questions or, or thoughts about, about this? You know, this creating a, a sense of uh, enthusiasm for some particular um, determination, recognizing that even the, the, the very idea of being motivated to take up some determination about something in order to cause less suffering and stress for yourself and for others is something that's rare in this world it, it, you know it's just rare for people to even look at you know the, at, at making a determination other than say gaining weight or losing weight or or becoming more flexible or learning a language but something that is is quite beautiful uh, that is a benefit to to the world is is really rare and and the buddha went out of his way to point out that when we do something like that it is so an act of generosity that it's vital that we recognize it see this is so we go in with the understanding of like, this is really beautiful just the mere fact that i'm interested in undertaking a practice that has the potential for uh, bringing something good and healing beneficial in some way into the world, that alone is something that I should recognize as being beautiful and take delight in that. And then if we can return to that sense of delight in our motivation, it's having this beautiful, wholesome motivation. And that in turn can help refresh some determination that has gone off the rails.